2: Tell Laddy, the Haddy Hook, the Haddy Hook, Haddy Hook, Haddy Hook, Happily Ever After. Tell Laddy, the Haddy Ho, the Haddy Ho, Haddy Ho, Haddy Ho, Haddy Ho, Happily Ever After. A Tell the Haddy Ho, the Princess, she walk happily home. Tell Laddy, the Haddy Ho, she live happily ever after. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to What the Folklore Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I am your storyteller, Carmen.
1: Crime Weaver, Tyler. I'm Gordy. I feel like I need something here, but uh, what do you? What do you? What does your heart say? Just, just a vibe. I think.
2: You're, you're, you're our vibe.
0: How do you feel about Vibe Smith? Um, try it out. Just the or- Vibe Smith, Gordy. Sure. Well,
2: Gordy's identity can't be contained into a single box like yours and mine, Tyler. We are simple people. I don't want to be tied down.
1: I don't want to be obligated to perform. <laughs>
0: Anyway, let's do a show.
2: I guess, yeah. Um, so this is What the Folklore. I'm going to be reading you a folktale or a fairy tale or myth from somewhere in the world that you two have not heard before. Uh, in case you are tuning in for the first time, this is what we do. I don't think we've explained it in a while. Um, you'll, you'll I feel pick like it it up. it's
1: self-explanatory. You'll pick it yeah. up from context. Uh,
2: we're going to do some crimes to it and maybe fix it up. We don't let folktales get away with their bullshit. Is our whole thing, I guess.
1: We're the
0: first people in history to listen to these stories and go, hey, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> Hold on just a darn second. That doesn't make sense.
0: What are, you, what are you trying to pull here, fairy tale?
2: We're just highly critical people with high standards.
0: <laughs> yes, that is what I would consider myself.
2: <laughs> Today we're going to take our high standards all the way down to Mexico, uh, where we are going to be reading the story, Lord Opossum Brings Fire to Humanity. Lord, Lord opossum. Um, yeah. this sor- story speaks to my trash animal soul. <laughs> uh, the opossum being right up there with the uh, raccoon with uh, like patron uh, saints of my existence. Uh, this is uh, from from our library of uh, of dusty books. Um, this particular book is uh, Feathered Serpent. Dark Heart of the Sky of Sky: Myths of Mexico by David Bowles. Uh, I highly recommend this book. It's actually a really cool uh, look at um, Mexican mythology, uh, kind of in the same tradition as uh, Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology collection. So pretty neat.
0: Uh, I imagine this is a question that will probably be answered um, fairly quickly, but. I'm curious to know if the title Lord is bestowed upon this possum before or after the story begins. Like, is, uh, is it at all related to the gift of fire?
2: You are correct in that that will be very quickly answered, unlike most <laughs> questions we have without stories. Great. Mm. Alright, so um, the way this book is laid out is uh, actually kind of like a, a full chronological novel of mythology, and I'm popping in in the middle just picking out a particular story. So...
0: Is that going to be jarring at all?
2: uh, It just makes assumptions that we know some things that we absolutely (laughs) do not. And I didn't bother looking them up, so...
0: That's fine, I'm perfectly comfortable pretending that I do know those things.
2: I am aware. (laughs) So, Lord Opossum brings fire to humanity. Lord Yaoshu... Who is the great opossum, ruled the uh, the sea-ringed world. This is one of those things that I assume we, we get explained to us what that means. I mean, but I know that. Yeah, of course you did.
0: The thing you said, the sea-ringed world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, one like, that we're on.
2: So uh, so he's uh, king of SeaWorld while the animals <laughs> are still speaking, and mankind has not, like fucked everything up yet.
0: Sham who? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm talking about Lord Opossum.
2: Yeah. Uh, Unlike every other king we read, which are largely human kings, and therefore a mess. Flawed. uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, An Opossum king is in fact very kind and clever, and actually wants his subjects to be happy. Like That's a prime motivation, as opposed to wanting whatever shiny thing has crossed his path or knowledge recently.
0: Just cool Detritus.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so so rather than like fairy tale yard sale finds, he does actually want happy subjects. <laughs> uh Man, once
0: I would love to go to a fairy tale estate sale. <laughs> Can you the... imagine the bonkers shit you <laughs> find there?
2: <laughs> the multicolored coats, just so many golden apples. Just so, so many.
0: This is a six hundred year old apple with the souls of a village in it.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, some kind of rage. Here's a
0: cool coat that whispers, uh, stock advice to you while you sleep.
2: Here, are just a lot of mice.
0: <laughs> just so many mice. <laughs>
2: just, just a pile of mice.
0: They're doing their own thing.
2: Uh, I, so I don't.
0: We're, we're not sure if they're for sale or not. <laughs> they just are here. They might be shopping.
2: Uh, so, unlike all those crappy human kings who just like take stuff, uh, Opossum King gave the world a very nice, good times happy drink called uh, Pulke. It's mm-hmm. a fermented uh, magui sap drink. And it's, yeah, it's such a good times drink. All the animals are making it. He celebrates with a, a big old binge. And a uh, tavern crawl, like a, a bar crawl through the world, uh, and stumbles his way from through place the to world. place. Yeah, I don't that's know. It's gonna how,
0: take a while.
2: I don't know how big the sea ringed world is compared to the opossum. But Wait, he's on what a bender Sea ringed. The sea ringed
1: world. Sea ringed yes, world. That's where we are. Where we are. Like the flat earth. hmm
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about time to bring that back, right?
1: <laughs> I don't know. That didn't feel as good coming out. <laughs> I thought I thought I'd try it out, but that kind of had a, a bad aftertaste.
2: Uh, you are our vibe check, Gordy, so we do defer to I you. I think
1: I think that is going in the in the bad vibes camp right
2: now. This bar crawl uh, is what created all the rivers. Like, it's just meandering trail from tavern to tavern. <laughs> the rivers are the result of a drunk opossum. On a bender.
1: What is the fluid?
0: Yeah, I would love to know.
1: Is it throw ups,
0: or is uh, it the
1: other end? It's is piss? it just
0: is it just good times
1: drink that they spilled along the way? We either that's have weird. alcoholic rivers, totally apparently, totally fine. Seems like a a party. I mean, that's why they're all brown now. Or oh boy. <laughs> um, oh wait, no, that's okay. That's that's supposed to be brown. My
0: concern mm-hmm.
1: is that it is a byproduct of possum
0: it is possum waste of some it
1: kind is indeed possum waste which not really sullies some river memories for me
2: <laughs> well my my less icky times thought was that he just like kind of carved the path for rivers to happen and then oh and it's r- just r- like rain oh, after yeah rain filled it but if you want to take this to icky times, I'm not going to stop you. Mostly I know, because I can't
1: I don't know that I necessarily want to I, I just
2: Vibe check on icky I, times Yeah I, I
0: never want to Just sometimes it's not within my power to not
1: I, I, <laughs> We've just done enough of these That I feel like that Just had to be where it was going But I'm happy Happy to be, to be wrong um, in this, I am sad in
0: this That that's the first thing that we do
1: Instinctually i don't think that's our fault
0: (laughs) we've been conditioned to just expect that
1: i i think
0: and perhaps not expect a rational answer like rain yeah i
1: i think i think that this pattern of thought has been thrust upon us
2: (laughs) it's it's hard to say now because we've been doing this for what five years now is that accurate it's been more than that. More than I that.
1: I don't recognize anything that happened before two years ago. We yeah,
0: started in 2015, didn't we?
2: Did we? Oh man, six years. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very possible that the entire landscape of our brain has been irreversibly changed <laughs> by this process. So whoops. So
0: shed a <laughs> tear, dear <laughs> listeners, for the people we could have been. <laughs> for now, we are stuck as the people we are. Oof.
1: Yeah, you ever think about? I mean, sort of the sliding doors, the the sliding doors scenario where we didn't do this, and 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 maybe maintained kind of a healthier outlook. On
0: the maybe we look at a river and think that's probably rain. Yeah, like that's probably just water, and (laughs) not, and not not, that's a opossum's beer bender mistake.
1: like i'm i'm happy for it to be a a possum byproduct of of some kind i just i don't i don't what i want to know is if i need to file some kind of complaint with the epa what do i write (laughs) what do i write on that form like a possum a possum side product but from which end i guess is the big question
2: I mean, I uh, given the consistency of rivers, I would assume the piss end.
0: Um, how many bullet points have we hit? Uh, two. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling. <laughs> That's going to be my guess is that we were on point 2.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Before we go on an opossum piss tangent. Excuse yeah, that the, sounds right.
1: <laughs> the the earliest toilet was a a big river. I if guess. you do think about it,
2: it's I just mean, a, I big, think
1: a big groove where you can unload all of your unsavory shame <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway most of the creatures were pretty thrilled with how the world was going and all the uh polka and the uh, piss rivers and whatnot but one creature was a, a real butthole contrarian about this whole thing was it that, me yeah kind of it was a man so yes It was Tyler specifically.
0: It is my great ancestor? (laughs) Who is exactly like me in every way?
2: The Ur-Tyler. So Mankind, uh, the original Tyler, uh, was not satisfied with having plenty of food or like kind of the way that prey happened in the natural order of things. They wanted more. They wanted cooking. They wanted to be able to one day create an entire uh, channel dedicated to the art of putting fire to meat.
0: Did they know what that is? Cooking? Yeah. Or fire. Uh,
2: Yes, because they had in fact already discovered fire all by themselves when lightning had struck some trees.
0: Mm. But it was fleeting.
2: Um, It was fleeting, largely because mankind is clumsy and greedy and stupid.
0: Yes, I am.
2: (laughs) Yes, thank you. you. Uh, So they lost the fire. As a result of of not taking care of it properly. I uh, just so forgot there, where I
0: put it. Like my keys.
2: Yeah. I mean, somewhere there's an eternal flame anymore. still burning. <laughs> one, just one eternal Eternal flame, your keys, and several uh, single socks. <laughs> All in the same spot. Uh, so when they lost their original fire uh, discovery, they tried to get it back by rushing after the sun every time the sun plunged past the edge of the earth into uh, Mictlan, which is the vast and daunting underworld. Uh, just trying to trying to catch just a little little tidbit of sun, just to trying
0: back. to get a a scoop,
2: yeah, just good.
0: a cup of sugar from the sun.
2: And uh, this failed a lot every day. I bet. So, in desperation, the, uh, Tabaos Samoa, uh, the most respected men and women of the Sea-Ringed Earth, the original Tyler Peoples, uh, came before our opossum friend and begged for some help with that whole cold raw food problem that had been bothering them so much.
0: Please, it's so yucky.
2: It is, yeah. Like, have you ever tried to eat raw squirrel? No, thank you. It's so clammy. Please, let us- But not like Clams. We would like to get a nice sear on this, a good crust with some salt, maybe. Mmm. Mm. Yeah, um, that's a squirrel. Yeah. So the opossum's like, "Uh, guys, what happened to the fire you already had? Like, I know, I know, you just I had it." i
1: it. So losing, not losing two weeks f- ago, I saw it. Losing fire is bad for a couple reasons. Num- number one, you don't have it anymore. But number two, it is somewhere. It is and, somewhere else, and I think un- unattended fire is is kind of a, a big problem because it did go somewhere, and and sometimes fire where you don't know where it is tends to spread around a little bit.
2: Yeah, it causes a lot of mischief. You want to keep that under under careful supervision. I think
0: there's pros and cons to losing fire. There's major cons. We've discussed this already. Yeah, I mean, the I'm one, curious what the, the pros are. The one pro is you will find it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say there's... It will make itself known. It's there's, like a
2: boomerang. It'll always come back.
1: There is a a good chance it will come, come on back around to you, but maybe not in a way that you're going to enjoy. Perhaps not ideally.
2: Uh, well, the original Tyler's ex- explained that they... Uh, They had gotten real drunk on the the pulque that the opossum had made. And uh, fell asleep and the coals kind of died out, whoops, so...
0: That's on us.
2: Yeah. Oops.
0: Me specifically.
2: Yes, you, Tyler, specifically. (laughs) Did not maintain your fire because of all of the drinking you did. King opossum looks at them and is moved to to pity. uh, Because he is a kind-hearted individual. Um, And being a real softy, he doesn't want any of his subjects to be unhappy... And even though getting fire was going to be terrifying and life risking and no fun at all, he just desperately wants to make people happy. <laughs> it's just a big old people pleaser, so he agrees and he tells them, "All right, I'm gonna go get this, but please, like, take care of your shit. Like, when I give it back to you, this this is the last time I'm I'm buying." I'm only you this doing thing. this once. Yeah, like you you're responsible for it now. Uh, so he gathers. Uh, gourds full of the pulque, and he sets off to the west, following the sun on its regular path at the edge of the world. He snuck quietly down the the path of the sun's passing, uh, using his his tail and his cute little possum hands uh, to s- navigate the very narrow patches and playing dead whenever one of these skeletal guardians of the underworld just showed up pretty far. So it's way. like
0: a a stealth game now. yeah.
2: It's a sneak mission. Tyler's favorite and best missions. <laughs> this is why the ur Tyler had to go get an opossum to do it for him. Because I, I see you do sneak missions. <laughs> I simply
0: could not get it done.
2: <laughs> it usually ends with a large pile of bodies <laughs> and a lot of noise.
0: <laughs> and they are eternal skeletons, so that's only going to do me so well,
2: right? Uh, so Lord Opossum had nearly caught up with the sun, but it was currently being accompanied by uh Xolodl, the massive toothy hound of hell so lord of possum stayed out of sight and did more sneak missions as they went deeper into the bowels of midland so when they reached the uh the place of the uh, fire god oh i let me get this pronunciation again shutekali <laughs> all right when well, they reached the hearth of the fire god shutekali Slotel left to guide more souls to their afterlife and the fire god began dutifully tending to the needs of the sun. So he's feeding it little bits of wood and letting it have some rest and just generally being a good sun caretaker. That's nice. Yeah, it seems like a pretty chill like whole setup there. The sun goes to the afterlife and he gets taken care of by the lord of fire. Uh, So the opossum ends his sneak mission by acting like he had been invited the whole time and just like strolls up all confident says, hello, and gives a bow, my lord. That
0: really is all it takes sometimes.
2: Yeah, like once you get past the initial um, entryway, as long as you act like you belong there, most people don't question it.
0: It really is just a confidence thing.
2: Yeah. And the fire god happens to also be a patron of kings, uh, so he does recognize Lord Opossum, though he is surprised at his presence. And he says, Ah, you, what brings you here, you old so and so? You go and die without telling me? <laughs> uh, and Lord Opossum says, No no no, you just hadn't come, come by in a while, so I figured I'd just drop in. I brought some good times drink also, so thought you might want to try it.
0: The
1: good shit.
2: Yeah. Um, so the two of them sit in front of the hearth and they they drink the good times drink and Shutakuli, happens to be a lightweight, having not experienced fermented beverages before, and falls deeply asleep. Uh, So Lord opossum looks around for some wood or stick or something that he can use to carry the fire back, but the sun had already nom-nommed that all away. (laughs) Uh, So he has a bit of a conundrum on his hands, and then he realizes uh, what he has to do, and he's not super pleased by it. So he gets more drunk, fills himself with liquid courage, And then he dips his tail into the fire until the tip of it was blazing. Okay. Uh, He he now has a time limit, so...
1: Until that little fuse burns down.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so like sped up by some some pain and (laughs) the natural time limit of fire eating a tail. Uh, he rushes his way back to the land of the living, passing the ascending sun and all the spirits of, of the warriors who guarded its rise. It sounds like a really rich and interesting mythology that we should definitely see more of. Nah. Um, uh,
1: Where's this from again?
2: Mexico. Mexico.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Skip to the good part.
2: Well, what's the good part, Tyler?
0: Whatever's next. It's just the, ne- so the next this, step.
2: This specifically is not the good part. Yeah, I I hate this part.
1: I would be so nervous about tying myself down to that statement.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the opossum made it to mankind and he thrust his burning tail into a pile of dry wood which caught fire and everyone's real happy and weeping for joy and throwing feasts and singing songs in his honor. And uh, he's nursing his now hairless tail and looking on with love and satisfaction at all the people he's just made happy because he's he's just the consummate people pleaser.
0: See, this is the good part. I get what I want.
2: You, Tyler, get the fire that you wanted. Exactly. At no cost to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: I didn't do nothing.
1: As opposed to... Scoozy, As opposed to what?
0: The part where I wasn't getting what I wanted.
1: I see.
2: And also wasn't present in the story. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he figures the loss of his fur is a small price to, to pay for all the happiness he's brought. He's just I real, agree. real chuffed. Uh, so apparently they do some real careful fire bookkeeping. Because they uh, realize uh, the gods of the five sons. I don't know, I'm assuming that this is explained at some point earlier on in the mythology. Uh, they discover the theft i don't know how you find out the fire is missing especially if you didn't like even take a stick or something
0: how do you quantify it
2: that's a good question fire is really kind of like magic guys it's a weird (laughs) thing if you think
1: about it it is it has odd chemical properties for sure but what do you mean it's like magic though
2: i don't know you like you have a fire and then you take a a wick or a stick or something, you stick it in there, and you pull it away. Now you have two fires. Yeah. And the original fire is not diminished by that.
1: Um. No. It just it just eats. It sucks up on the air around it. Right.
2: Yeah, and also the the and stick gets on the
1: woods and the little the fuels. Um,
0: it just slurps some Wimbus and gets to cooking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a it's a sharing kind of. So I don't know how you like how you bookkeep that, but they they do somehow. They did it,
0: or they said they
2: did. Uh, so they rush to Opossum's property to end his his meddlesome life. They're real serious about keeping their fire books balanced, I suppose.
0: Equivalent uh. exchange. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but when they get to his house, he's already dead, lying stiff on his back, his hairless tail cold as the grave. R.I.P. Uh, so, like, they spend all of their rage, like, rushing up there, singing Kill the Beast.
0: Um, <laughs> they just kind of cool off when they see that it's done.
2: Yeah, they're like, oh, well, I, I guess that happened. So they mutter some mournful respects and then go back home. And, of course, he was just playing possum because that's what they do.
0: That's literally the whole thing.
2: Yeah, so he sits up and he smiles at the sun and that's it that's how lord opossum brought fire to tyler
0: thanks
1: bud thanks uh, opossum i guess
2: i mean we should thank opossums those beautiful trash beasts for yeah, all yeah. that they do they do a lot for which us. is
1: just existing uh you know ticks t- ticks that's the word I'm
2: yeah, they cure Lyme disease. They brought us fire. They look real cute. They have a lot of teeth—more teeth than any other mammal, I believe—and they they like to show it to you when they're scared. They just show <laughs> them off and like, look at all of my teeth. I just appreciate that they're this, proud
0: like, little creeps, and I respect them.
2: Yeah, yeah, I just appreciate that. Like prior to the recent. Resurgence of opossum appreciation in the <laughs> cultural zeitgeist—that they were in fact not vilified, but lord of of this whole world surrounded by water or whatever.
0: Thanks for rivers, guys.
2: Yeah, like they gave us rivers.
0: Appreciate it.
2: They gave us fire. They gave us booze. Yeah,
1: it's great.
2: Like I, I'm just chuffed that there was there. There was a group of people who looked at the opossum and they're like, that's a king.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This right here, this is a king. And I feel like that's... You will treat it as such.
2: Yeah, Uh, and like, as as a trash person who eats out of bags and has identified with raccoons and opossums in the past, I just really appreciate that that... Goes way back in time, and I think, like, in our our current modern appreciation of the opossums' glorious uh, trash critteriness, we should should think of them as the kings they are.
0: This little dumpster creep gave us water and
2: fire. And booze.
0: (laughs) More importantly. The big
1: big three. The big
2: three. (laughs) Yeah, good times, happy drinks, the Food Network Channel, and yacht racing. All thanks to the opossum.
1: <laughs> the network channel?
2: Yeah, like, we needed fire for cooking. Cooking. That's why, yeah, oh, mankind wanted sure. fire specifically for cooking and a little bit of warmth.
1: Um, yeah. But mostly too, the cooking bit. Two important things to kind of nail down first
2: booze and cooking? Or warmth uh, and cooking?
1: Well, maybe all three. Swimming, water for swimming.
0: Every night before he goes to bed, Guy Fieri has to go and bow before the opossum in a robe sitting on a throne in his closet.
2: Food Network channel should change their mascot to an opossum. To, to king opossum.
0: Just a drunk king opossum.
2: Like I would love to have that as a personal mascot. So <laughs> get on it Food Network.
1: There's get no me. higher honor.
2: Pay make homage. Your own
1: coat of arms think anybody can do
2: that i don't know that anyone can stop you
1: i don't think so i think you're allowed to just make those uh i think i mentioned it before
0: we started recording but uh obviously there are a number of stories about the origin of fire and mankind's Mm -hmm. uh mastery therein Mm -hmm. um this was probably the smartest one or the the smartest entity to be attributed with giving us fire Mm mm-hmm I'm That's... saying that if Prometheus had played dead when Zeus showed up, maybe he wouldn't still be being pecked by a bird today.
2: Yeah, no, a possum definitely had his shit together.
1: <laughs> He'd gone about it a little bit smarter. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: like, he thought it
0: through, even to the extent of knowing that he would probably be sought out for punishment. And staving that off.
2: And I mean, he, like... Even went about it in kind of a nice way, like here I brought you a house, like a house host host gift or whatever, mm-hmm. of uh, of this lovely new thing I have created that makes you real happy and then real sleepy. <laughs> uh, so let's let's the two try best that. things to be, yeah. And we're just gonna kind of like shoot the shit and get to know, like
0: especially when they're in that order. I can't think of a better combo.
2: Being real happy and then real sleepy? To
0: be extremely happy and then extremely sleepy.
2: Yeah, because so like then cool. you don't have to deal with the not happy time.
0: That's like the perfect state of being.
2: You're happy and then the world goes dark. <laughs> or hopefully you have good dreams. Hopefully, yeah. Good dreams or none dreams. Either way, really. <laughs> so, like, I don't have issues with this story. I just, like, I just thought we needed a little bit of positivity and some opossum appreciation.
0: It's good to balance it every once in a while.
2: Yeah, like every now and then we need to find a hero. Just
0: just a, a feel good story.
2: <laughs> and that we found it in this this drunk trash crater who rules the world with kindness and the desire to bring happiness to people. I love opossum so much. <laughs> I think that's it for me on this one. I don't know if either of you have any final thoughts. Not really. Uh, So thank you to, I assume, the listener who sent this book to us, because I don't think I found this one on my own, but it doesn't have any (laughs) writing on the inside, and we're real bad at keeping track of literally everything. So thank you uh, to whoever sent this book to us. And uh, thank you to all of you for listening to this story. Uh, Go appreciate an opossum today, right now. Near you. Yes.
0: Just find the nearest one and appreciate it.
2: Um, Please, everyone, yell at the Food Network channel that they uh, owe homage to a drunk possum king for their entire existence and they should dutifully pay their respects accordingly. Um, Thank you to all of our patrons for keeping this show afloat and helping us, like, eat our own cooked food, thanks to the opossum. So we I love doing that. that. Yeah, it's one of our favorite pastimes. Uh, thank you to our top tier patrons. Ben- Brendan, the guy with the spare MacGuffin. Herius, Pink Nectary. Oobaloo, in honor of my father sending me a ficus for Valentine's Day. Becca, a friendly lobster. Kelly, bow down, ye mortals, and give homage to the mother of all the lamps. Katerina, funky little strawberry. Lemur, Spaghetto, drinking deep at the trial of gender fluids. Caitlin, Danielle, Wyatt, by Pride Fay, Olwen, Queen of Terrible Taste, Allie, Detroit Become Crab, Cobus Cat, Vespa is taking a brief break from her current naming pattern to marvel over the phrase haunted by smiles and fantasize <laughs> about... And then it cut off. <laughs> so we'll never know what Vespa is fantasizing about.
0: Just write the second portion next time.
2: Yeah. Um... Versus, Keeper of Too Many OCs, Pyrus, Nathan the Scot, Alex, Banjo Bug, Dave, but skateboarding in maid regalia, uh, Maya, Grey, Goetic Prince of the Arcane, High Listus of Wimbus, Little Smorgasbord, Haley, Dominic, Justin, Ladybug, Izzy, Heather, High Meow Lady of the Cult of Cricket, and Jenna. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, happy Pride, also, everybody. Indeed. Oh, yeah. That's Pride. Pride month. Yeah
1: every even those who don't celebrate just vibe
2: yeah vibe with it all right we're what the folklore and that's how oh yeah thank you doug can't terrible things will befall yeah (laughs) yeah thank you you, doug (laughs) (laughs) we don't we don't want the eye of doug to turn from us so thank thank you, you doug uh we're what the folklore and that's how it works Tell Lady, the Haddy Hook, the Haddy Hook, Haddy Hook, Happily Ever After. Tell Lady, the Haddy Ho, the Haddy Hook, Tell Lady, the Ho, Happily
1: Ever
0: After.
1: A tell Lady, the Ho, the Princess, you walk happily home. Tell Lady, the Haddy Ho,
0: she live happily ever
2: after.
1: This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.